0: One topic that has been dominating headlines out of China has been power shortages. And since our China offices are currently closed for the national holiday, we're chatting with Jack Kamensky, our Director of Business Advisory Services here in D.C. From the U.S. China Business Council in Washington, D.C., I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this is the China Business Minute. Jack Kamensky is our Director of Business Advisory Services here in DC. So Jack, we have seen reports of electricity cuts in China. So fill us in. What's happening there? What is the root cause of these cuts? So
1: over the past couple of weeks, we've heard from dozens of member companies experiencing electricity cuts in China. It's been a team effort to benchmark with companies to understand impacts, and my colleagues in China have been leading much of this good work. So, our understanding is that these electricity cuts have primarily been driv- driven by three factors. One is coal shortages, another is increased electricity demand, and a third is heavy handed provincial implementation of central government energy efficiency targets. So, on the first factor, China is experiencing domestic coal shortages, which, is being, which are being made worse by import cuts from Australia and Mongolia. The resulting record high coal prices are making it unprofitable for many power plants to operate since electricity prices are fixed by China's state planner, the National Development and Reform Commission, or NDRC. These haven't been allowed any flexibility until just recently. On the second factor, pandemic recovery in China and overseas is leading to increased demand for a wide variety of goods, which in turn is driving up electricity demand in China. Winter heating, of course, will place further demands on China's power supply. These are both exacerbated by a third factor. NDRC's dual control targets uh, control two indicators as the name suggests. Uh, These are energy intensity and energy consumption. In August, NDRC released a progress report calling out provinces that had exceeded their targets in the first half of 2021. Yunnan, Qinghai, Ningxia, Guangxi, Guangdong, Fujian, and Jiangsu all received red warnings for both indicators. In response to central government pressure, local governments are ordering power cuts to avoid missing their targets, especially in provinces flagged by the NDRC. While specific measures differ by province and locality, many of them are characterized by one-size-fits-all measures that provide little advance notice, fail to differentiate between industries, and do not provide timetables for how long the cuts will last.
0: So how have these, uh, these electricity cuts been impacting US companies in China then?
1: Electricity cuts have affected both company operations directly and also their suppliers. I think it's important to note here that this impacts Chinese companies just as much as foreign ones. Impacts have been seen across a wide range of industries, from manufacturers to chemical companies to agricultural companies to energy companies. I thought I would just share a few anecdotes to provide a bit of color on how this is affecting companies. Uh, For example, one Suzhou-based manufacturer had their power shut off for 10 hours with just 30 minutes notice. Another company was cut off from supply of a critical commodity when a province ordered production of it to be curtailed by 90%. One company's Tianjin-based factory was ordered to shut down for an indefinite period of time without any indication when they could begin operations again. And others have been ordered to cut electricity consumption by a given percentage operate during non-peak hours, or only operate during certain days of the week.
0: And That sounds pretty serious. So, I mean, is there anything that companies can do about it?
1: Many of the companies we've spoken with have been in communication with local government officials to request exemptions or negotiate smaller electricity consumption cuts. For example, one Suzhou-based manufacturer that was initially ordered to shut down completely was allowed to operate under the condition that it halved its electricity consumption. Companies are also collecting information on local priorities across their footprint in China and trying to assess the impact and how to, how to mitigate it through measures such as shifting suppliers, diverting capacity, or tapping stockpiled inventory.
0: Mm-hmm. And how about the Chinese government? I assume they realize the severity of this issue. Or are they taking steps to, to fix things?
1: USCBC has been actively advocating for our companies at the central government level. And we also know that the Chinese government is hearing from Chinese stakeholders as well. We understand that the China Petroleum and Chemical Industry Federation, a major domestic industry association, has met with the NDRC and the National Energy Administration to discuss this matter. We've already seen the Chinese government announce some steps. Last Thursday, the NDRC held a press conference highlighting six main measures. One is to increase domestic production and imports of coal and natural gas. Two is to promote medium and long-term coal and natural gas contracts for power and heat to lock in supply and stabilize prices. Three is to guide local governments in formulating orderly power use plans so that users are informed of power constraints. Four is to improve energy storage and emergency capacity. Five is to prioritize energy use related to the public's basic power needs and use pricing policies to guide industrial electricity use. And six is to control energy demand from energy-intensive industries. We're already seeing market-oriented mechanisms allowing more flexibility in industrial electricity prices in some regions. Provinces including Hunan, Anhui, Inner Mongolia, Ningxia, and Shanghai are allowing electricity prices to float up to 10%, and Guangdong is allowing up to a 25% increase for electricity use during peak hours. The situation is still developing, though, with new policies being released daily. USCBC will continue to monitor new policies and their impact on companies.
0: All right, Jack, thank you for that roundup. And as he mentioned, the policies around this issue will likely be changing in the coming days and weeks. So USCBC members should stay tuned to our website, uschina.org. And if you've got any questions about these cuts and how they're affecting your operations, feel free to reach out to us. I will include a link to our emails in the show notes. Feel free to get in touch. The China Business Minute is a production of the U.S.-China Business Council. You can always learn more about the work that we do on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, please leave it a rating and review as it will help other people find it. And as always, thank you very much for listening and we will be back next week.